Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. All right. Now, a man that used to sit in this absolute seat back in the day, a different iteration of it, and he's done a lot. He's seen a lot. He's kicked goals for the mighty University Blues. He's imitated Jack Rewalt. He's had a couple of kids since down there in Nelson. Followed the Leeds Rhinos. Followed the Leeds Rhinos. Name a sport. He's across it. Hugh Bainan, you hear him with Smithy on his panel throughout the weeks, but he's actually got a proper gig, and he does pretty good at it as well. He's been appointed the GM of Leagues Basketball New Zealand this year, and uh, it's a pretty special time for basketball with a huge growth period coming up, and Hugh Bainan's on the line. Morning, Huey. No, oh, after the big wind-up as well. <laughs> How you going, Hugh? You still putting on your Superman outfit? Uh, the, the game of the long run gave him too much. See, this is what happens when you give when you give people too much credit about who they are. Now, Hugh is a good man. He's across a lot of sports. And for basketball New Zealand, $3.3 million in targeted support over the next three years, Kempe. That's huge. Oh, of course. So when you're getting high-performance money, um, it's, a, again, that gap between high-performance and performance. You know, So what he, what his role is with the, the leagues around the country and how he's going to create those pathways through to high-performance is, is really what I want to hear about, um, I guess, the build. How are you building that? What are you, what are you doing out there in the local competitions to build that pathway through? Yeah, I'm really curious about, and I'm sure they, they might not have had these conversations yet, but they would have hopefully been anticipating this for a while. I think we got Hugh on the line. How you doing, Hughie? Yeah, morning, fellas. How are you? Yes, really good. Did you hear the wind-up we gave you, at least? I didn't. I didn't hear anything, but I'm sure it was world-class. Oh, I just said, once upon a time, you were in these studios for a different iteration of this, and now look at you. So there's, there's hope for us all, mate. You're high-flying <laughs> high basketball exec. Well, i tell you what. I told my wife this the other day, you saw my workload. I'd rather be back in my studio. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's get stuck into it then. It's a big job you've got, the GM of leagues, in a sport that's go, been going through a growth period for probably a better part of a decade now, actually longer, but now the funding reflects it a little bit. Uh, I'm sure there's always more to, be, more to come, but $3.3 million in targeted support over three years must have been an awesome Christmas present for Basketball New Zealand. 
Oh, it certainly wasn't. You know, we were building up to the day. Um, Leonard King, the, the, really the mastermind behind the uh, the application for it, who's the head of high performance at Barcelona New Zealand. You know, we're all building up to the day, getting ribbing in the whole time up until the, the day it came through. But really, everyone was nervous. You know, it's it's been a long, long time coming for basketball and and many other sports. You know, and and you know, like like say back in the day when I used to be in those studios, I was very outspoken about the funding model in New Zealand sport. And so for this new aspirational fund that they brought in, I think, is a, is a huge step forward in the right direction. And, uh, and basketball, one of the one of the, the big sports to really uh, to reap those rewards early. So $1.1 million for our high performance over the next uh, a year, for the next three years, is a game changer. I said no seats, mate. The only way to keep it quiet, Huey, is to, uh, to, g- to give you some money, mate. You'll be talking talking highly about high-performance sport in New Zealand. But your role, just, just have a look at that. Um, what is your role in as far as using parts of that money with the leagues around the country to, to funnel your players through that high-performance pathway? So my role is running the, you know, the, the national leagues for, for men, women, and, and, our, and our three three leagues as well. Um, so and the money itself, that's primarily for our high performance, which is you know obviously the tall ferns, the tall blacks, uh, and the uh, the age grade national program. So what it means is having that money to go to that is the other money. Other money that basketball didn't have been spending on that is now freed up for the rest of basketball as well. There's a trickle down effect from that money going to high performance, and our job in the leagues, apart from you know putting on. Uh, an entertaining package for fans to watch and therefore inspire young kids to play basketball and, and support their regional team, be it the Nelson Giants or the Waikato Wizards. Um, our job is to provide a decent pathway for players to get to that top level. And that's what we're doing next year in particular with the new women's league uh, that's going to tip off in, in July 2022. And a lot of that has come from, you know, you've got to remember there's actually two windfalls of funding we've had in the last couple of weeks. We've had that high-performance funding from High Performance Sport New Zealand, and we've had that massive new Sky deal, um, you know, which is worth around seven, eight million dollars over the next five years to the National Basketball League. Uh, unprecedented money for the National Basketball League and from a broadcaster. Um, so two huge windfalls, two huge opportunities to, to take the game to the next level. So, Hugh, the first thing is you're thrilled, obviously, and this is massive for a sport that's been so deserving and so crying out for this. The next thing is, though, there's a bit of pressure that comes with that sort of cash to put it in the right areas. Is this stuff that you had been preparing for, kind of knowing that one day the tide was going to change, or now is it in the new year you need to sit down and be extremely strategic with the wider team? Um, Yeah, a bit of both. You know, you didn't want to over-prepare for it and not get it. Uh, and have plans in place, but certainly the ideal plans were put down. You know, and I think what we'll see most immediately with this money, Louis, is just being able to pay our high-performance athletes better. You know, be able to pay our tall blacks and tall ferns a little bit more. Be able to to get some of our tall ferns who play over, you know, in, in deepest, darkest Europe in some of the best leagues to get them home um, without them having to front up the cost. Which, you know, as outrageous as it sounds, has been what basketball in New Zealand has been like for decades. You know, these players haven't been paid properly to represent their country. It's why we've seen players choose not to represent their country uh, over playing club basketball around the world. So this hopefully will take a huge step in that direction uh, and just make life a lot more easier and make life a lot more professional for the tall blacks and the tall ferns when they're on the road. So they're not slumming it in a hotel when they're trying to play, you know, World Cup qualifiers. Um, They're actually 
living the life of professional basketballers, preparing properly for a game, you know, closer to how we see the All Blacks live their lives on tour. And that provides them the best preparation for their games and, and the success comes from that. So that's, I think, the most immediate change we'll see with this money coming in. But but it's about getting it right, though, Huey, isn't it? Like, it's about getting it right across the board, you know? Like, I, I hear what you're saying about, you know, rugby league went through the same thing. You know, um, players in the Kiwis never got paid for years the, the same amount of money that their counterparts, the Australians, got paid. And you, and you hear about that now when Tonga played. Um, only last year, being the Australians on a on a on a pittance um, compared to what the Australians were getting, but it's about getting it right and not just about paying, I guess, for the competition, um, which is your local competition and your high performance players, but the aspiration of kids, um, the grassroots f- uh, facility and and clubs and that volunteer space to make sure that you, you know, in three years' time when you've said you know for for this amount of money you're talking eleven million dollars. What we've done is created a groundswell of people um, and and assisted that that grassroots uh, position in basketball. Is that is that a, a way that basketball is talking and 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 the way forward for your sport? Yeah, it certainly is. So that, that that that'll come from other money, and I talk about that trickle down effect because of course this one point one a year is, is for high performance, um, but it has cleared up other money to use in the community space. So. Basketball New Zealand, along with Sport New Zealand, have unveiled Strengthen and Adapt plan. So, working with you know, there's countless new staff in the community space around the country. Working with uh, all the associations to do just that can be, you know, like like you say, uh, basketball's huge. You know, you, how many times have you heard over the last year? Oh, fastest growing sport, most played sport in secondary schools and all that. You know, it is riding a crest of a wave among young boys and girls who want to play the game because they can see superstars on TV a lot more than we could when we were younger. You know, the old half-hour NBA action on a Sunday morning was um, pretty much all we got. Whereas now, you know, you're immersed in it with your iPad and your, and your phone and LeBron James is here, Steph Curry's there, Stephen Adams is here, uh, let alone the Breakers, uh, the National League we have, etc. So kids are there and playing it. It's now time for the infrastructure to catch up, Kempi. So you're right, and, and that's exactly what Barcelona is doing with plan to do with strength and adapt. That's already underway, that national program. Now we have high-performance funding to help the top echelon of the sport as well. You know, one of my favorite sayings I always like to say is you have to see it to be it. And so for young girls and boys who rarely get to see the tall blacks and tall firms, either on TV or if they are, it's at 2 o'clock in the morning at the other end of the world, uh, or live in person here in Aotearoa, it's hard to want to be a tall black or a tall firm because you never get to see the tall blacks and the tall firms play. So this will be a huge chance to host more games at home, um, to you know, get better broadcast deals around our national teams, to and to provide just a little bit more exposure for them as well. So hopefully that we can show those kids that pathway with this kind of high performance money, and then provide it with the community system. Well, hey, something that's going to be a huge pathway for youngsters getting into the sport for the or the purest form, the five on five stuff, is the three x three, which is now under your remit. Um, how much of a growth area do you think this is? And and some people still can't get their head around it. I'm probably in that bracket. It, it's kind of hard to grasp how big this is becoming, how quick it's becoming, right, Hugh? Yeah, it's it's a little bit like T20, Louis. You know, back in, when they first started T20, and people said, "Oh, it'll never it'll never catch on." Or NFTs. You know, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to play it. But you know, it's not for everyone, and we certainly see the pickup in the younger generation, like infinitely more than we have with the older, crustier basketball traditionalists. Um, I remember heading down to Invercargill for the first NBL three x three, the Shit Cup, and. Um, 
Christmas was in 2019, and we were flying down, and I was flying down with Casey Frank, um, and he's like, oh, this is, you know, this is crap, I right? three you know, grumbling <laughs> the whole way. And a um, hundred times tall black. And then we get down there, commentate for three days, and on the way back, he's like, that was awesome. You know, you really have to see it to get into it, and uh, it's so fast, it's so physical. You know, there is a, a deliberate push from the referees to allow more physicality in it. Um, and it's a great little, you know, gateway drug for basketball, for for kids. It's so easy to play 3x3, you know. And schools are doing it now. There's a secondary school 3x3 tournament national nationally each year. It is huge uh, in Europe, the whole tour that goes around Europe, and they play in stunning places. They play in town squares in Italy. They play, you know, overlooking the Mediterranean. Like, you can put it on a court anywhere. You know, it's less, it's smaller than a half court. So, uh, and they really, they really... Um, ramp it up as well. So having our teams go to the Commonwealth Games this year and play, it will be massive. Obviously, we missed out on the Olympics last year. Um, but the game itself started getting a lot more traction once you know once it was on the Olympics and everyone was seeing it. Uh, so having the Toolbacks and the 3x3 Toolbacks and the 3x3 Tool Ferns head to the Com Games in 2022, I think it's going to be uh, a real big um, you know, propeller for the sport. Hey, Hugh, so have you engaged a good mate of mine, Bill Urali, um, King Capisi in that 3v3 three, three three in that program he runs with Elevate for the community have you engaged him in, in that um, that philosophy that you've just explained Caps, Caps and I would talk uh, at least two or three times a month um, what a great guy he is what a fantastic supporter he is for the game he uh, is currently slated to be the MC at the NBL 3x3 in February which has been postponed which was supposed to be How October, postponed to February um, yeah oh, King Capisi is, is such an awesome supporter. You know, I was really nervous the first time I met him. I was like, oh, what's King Speed? I'm not cool enough to meet King's Speed. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> but when he was emceeing our women's league last year, or two years ago. Uh, but, well, man, what a welcoming, generous, you know, really warm, lovely guy he is. Huge supporter of basketball. Um, he's got his own little online show that he's been running on Instagram for the last couple of years, which is, which is awesome around basketball. So he'll, he'll launch that up during the NBL as well. Um, so, yeah, we're certainly using caps as much as we can going forward, and especially in the 3x3 space, Kempi. Uh, it's awesome. Huey, it's a very exciting time for yourself and basketball New Zealand, for the sport, really. But yeah, on a personal level, mate, congratulations on this new role. Like, kind of was being a bit facetious when I said you used to be in here, but you literally did. You, I mean, you, you've... This 2021 for you, for a lot of people, it's probably been insane and crazy for a lot of reasons. But personally, you've obviously kicked some goals and ticked off some goals. So you're feeling pretty accomplished? I, yeah, I appreciate those kind words, mate. It's been a, a good year. You know, my wife and I made a big move. We shifted out of Auckland at the start of 21. And we still haven't Nelson. found another Ruckman. So. <laughs> yeah, with our two kids and left. More importantly, don't worry about friends and family. Left the University Blues Australian rugby, Australian football team behind. Um, and I'm still yet to find a new team down here. But, uh, no, it's uh, it's been a busy year and a good year. And, and you know, we're looking forward to hopefully return to some normality so we can go and watch a bit of sport. I'm not sure how soon that's going to be, um, given all the variants that are going on now. But um, we'll, plan as if, uh, we'll plan for everything and see how we go, eh? Yeah, awesome, man. Lovely to speak to you, and good luck for your uh, 2022 with this new role and spend this money wisely, eh? Thanks, fellas.